We're embarking on this beautiful campaign where we're opening up a safe space for persons to share and learn about mental health and mental wellness. Uh, we understand that there are a lot of persons who suffer in silence and are drowning in their own emotional pain. So first of all, if you're here today, congratulations. Over the course of this campaign, we're going to be learning a whole lot um, about mental wellness from experts in the field of psychology, uh, professionals from various networks and organizations, and also some mental advocates who will be sharing their own personal journey, their personal journey with uh, mental health and mental wellness. Uh, and without further ado, let me just say, this is an, a, a multiple award-winning journalist, Giovanni Dennis. He has been the mouthpiece for countless prominent stories of people from all walks of life. He has a unique set of media and people-related skills, which he has had the opportunity to further hone as a BBC intern while pursuing his Master's of Arts in Broadcast Journalism in London. Giovanni's reign as a broadcast producer and reporter for several flagship programs aired on some of Jamaica's most influential media platforms. Positions, and it positions him as a friend of the people and a lover of humanity. Giovanni, we cannot wait to hear your share tonight. Over to you. Let me know if you can hear me, please. Can you hear me, everybody? Yes. Okay, wonderful. Uh, so I'm Gio. You can call me Gio. Um, and I'll just go straight into it. it, it it's, I don't necessarily know where to start or how to start. Honestly, I was asking Kaisha before we started, like, what do you want me to say? What, what kind of question do you have for me? Because it's something I've, I literally have never spoken about until about a week ago when I celebrated my 30th birthday. And I thought, you know, I, I, I need to, I just need to say this just for, just, just for, the, for saying it in, in a status, you know, I have what I call like an obligatory birthday post, you know, because everybody wants to a happy birthday and I block my, especially Facebook from, from the sharing random stuff on it. So I just make a post so I can, so I can just say thank you to people who want to say happy birthday. And for years, people have always said with the best of intention, wow, Jay, you're always happy. You're always a smile. It's like everything always good to them. I admire that boy. And I always say, like, in my mind, sometimes, like, sometimes, I don't say between those posts, between the smile that you may see happening is a whole heap of stress, you know, like some life damaging things or like sometimes just like, I feel like I'm probably make an post again or it may not happen or might want to come off of social media because of how stressed I feel sometimes. And I say, you know, even within this smiling and even while smiling and being appreciative of being alive while at 30, I just go and put it inside this time. That look, I've gone through depression mostly quietly and mostly alone. And I said mostly quietly because I, didn't, I don't think I'd open up until last year when I was away. I was studying last year in the UK and it, it just got worse. Like it was hard to study. I was struggling to go to school. I was demotivated. And all this time, like a lot of people, again, with the best of intentions were saying like, congratulations, you're so proud of you, are going to make us proud. And that in and of itself adds a certain sort of pressure on you because it's like, Jano, you're there foreign now, you're there on scholarship, 
and you don't want to go flop because you have whole heap of people who are looking for you. And then there's also this intrinsic thing like, oh, you know, there are some people who are waiting to see your face, they say, yeah, man, you know, work, nothing, and seem good. And so there was that pressure. And then the UK isn't the most sunny place. Like, the UK made me appreciate Jamaica ever more. Like, it was just grey clothes most of the time. And rain, I mean, I like rain either. Like, some people love rain, that's fine. I appreciate rain. It's important for the plants, so we need water. Every time rain falls and the place cloudy and grey, you make me feel sad. And that was like daily life in London for like three months. And I was like, Janet was, I, I just couldn't mind Janet. One of my sister, um, she called and I said, Janet's sister, I feel stressed out. I was, I was explaining to her what was happening, how unhappy I felt, how demotivated I felt. I mean, just when I got classes late, I was struggling. And it's just like, sister. And, and then when I, when I began explaining to her what it was, she was like, bro, you depressed. And then she began explaining some of the things that she was going through as well, like the lack of appetite, the not wanting to go. So like people would invite me out and I'd always, like my go-to answer would be no. Like my go always give a perfect reason why me can't come or why me no want to come. I just stay in my yard and lock up and lie down in the bed really and truly. And I do that a lot, like just lie down on the bed and just don't move at all. And it, was, it wasn't until I began opening up to her and, and she also shared with me that, look, it's something that she um, was, was going through as well and experiencing and that she sought professional help. But I don't know, someone asked earlier, was somebody, someone, someone asked earlier, you know, if, if you can help yourself. And I genuinely think that literally just by sharing with her, and it was almost like we're meeting each other at that same point because she was going through the same thing as well. And it was like we were excited that we could finally open up to each other. Because although we're siblings, it's always like high and by, and we're living our own lives because we're in different parts of the world. We didn't grow up together, um, by the way. And it was just like, look, finally, me can't be myself until I were really a guano like, like God knows sometimes I can't bother. God knows I'm tired. God knows not always as happy. And, and, and then that, like just that moment alone in sharing with her did so much to lift my mood. And I remember she was just like, go, son, because she, she kind of looked at Tony Tony thing because she's there in New York. And she's like, go on out there, enjoy yourself and stuff. And I began, you know, just accepting one or two invitations to go out with people who I met. Uh, while in the UK, these people are Muslims, by the way. They're some of the nicest people. They say media is a hell of a thing, and I work in journalism, I mean, I said this. Like, media can cause a, have a, like, a perception that sometimes is not necessarily the whole truth or the best. Because before meeting some of those Muslim persons, like I had a, just a, a not the best perception of Muslims or, or anybody who look Middle Eastern because it's all the whole bombing and all them, because that's all I saw in the media. But they were some of the nicest people, you know, they invited me out, I went out with them. And, you know, just through conversation and talking, you just find a spirit just lifting a little bit. And you find yourself getting into a little bit of a, of a better mood. I think I started at 21.15, so I think I have like two minutes to go before taking questions and watching the time as well. Um, but that's how I began feeling a little better. I didn't say exactly how I started. I, I, told, you a bit, I told you all a bit about when it got worse and I was in the UK because of the pressure of, you know, expectation is the word I'm looking for. The pressure of expectation and people expect you to, to, to do well. And it started for me 
um, and I'm wrapping up now by telling you how it started. In 2014, I'd resigned my job. Um, I was working at a radio station and I had applied to go to the army as a commissioned officer and I got through and began training and I have what we call in Jamaica, bow legs, you know. And what it does, it, it, some women like it, it it's that we call, I call it a blessing and a curse. And what it, 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 what it is, is a little bit of a, a um, can, I'm slightly deformed actually. I think it's called, it's, a, it's rickets. Um, and what that does, it makes me feel more pain in my knees when I stand. And I, I got injured during training and I got discharged. And I was without a job for six months from November 2014 to around May 2015. And you're literally there and you're seeing all your friends going ahead. And it's not like you're a bad man or body or anything, but I just feel so down. I felt like a, a failure for that period, you know, having to ask for help, having a young child at the time and, you know, not being able to provide for myself. And that really just sent me on a downward spiral. And that literally it got worse because it was hard to ask for help as well. I'm in the final minute now. Um, and I think it, over time, you be, I, I was changed. Like, I was always this happy person, you know, jovial, love play domino, love child, love life, and always a person encouraging other people. And even while feeling myself going on a downward spiral and getting more and more depressed, I don't think most people realized. And so I would still have to find myself trying to encourage other people, even though I myself felt so down. And it only got worse until I began speaking with my sister. And um, it's now that I'm slowly kind of trying to find myself back and working my way back to what I call any sort of um, normalcy. But no, I haven't um, sought treatment for it. And... Um, I, I don't know, I have a little bit of stubbornness about some of those pills that call me a conspiracy theorist, if you want. But I'm, I'm, I'm not so big on pills and things like that. And so I'm, I'm just trying to work at it slowly by doing the things I really, really like. I'm a fan, so cooking, I want to do things that it feels therapeutic. I don't look a competition with my friend. No. So I do look at cooking and, you know, I listen to songs I like and just, just, just do things slowly on my own pace, on my own terms, and just in you know, a competition with nobody, you know? And just live a little bit and yeah i'm happy to share this experience with you i know i was rambling a bit um, i hope it made a little bit of sense and yeah um that's it thanks so much everybody and that's it let me shut up now thank you so so much for that heartfelt share uh geo i um there were so many there was so much chatter going on in the room while listening to you because so many people could relate to what you have dealt with or have been dealing with. Um, I know you said that smiling in the midst of stressful situations, um, people don't understand even what you're going through. It's like wearing a pretty bright shirt today because you feel sad, but everybody thinks that um, it's because everything is right in your life today. And that is actually the day when everything is all wrong. But in order to fool the mobs, you go for the opposite. Uh, direction. Um, also, I, I have found uh, a couple of uh, people have expressed that when they when they are having these feelings, they leave social media for a while. They they stop WhatsApp, they stop Facebook, they stop Instagram. Do, did you find that that helped? Was that a solution in any way, shape, or form? Yes, actually. So, what social media is, and I think 
so I've, I've read somewhere, what I'm going to say is not original, but it's like we're looking at people's highlight reel and judging our life experience. So people, so social media in a sense is like carefully curated posts that people go through. Sometimes people edit them, picture and embellish things that they might experience. And it sometimes make you feel bad. And it's not any, I, I don't consider myself a jealous person necessarily or in an, any sort of unhealthy way. Um, I'm human, so obviously I'm competitive in, in, in some instances. I it always, makes you wonder what's wrong yeah, with you, right? Yeah, but when you see people who you know are just people just appearing like everything I go well in them life and people always like, oh, I'm living my best life and things okay, just like, you know what? Let me not try and see this and to feel worse about myself right now. I mean, no one think I grow jealous of nobody for no other reason because I want to genuinely be happy for people. And if me feel like something in my heart, like me can't be genuinely happy right now, let me just not look at this right now because I'm going through something and I probably just need to work through it myself because there are so many chatter and so many noise on social media. Just, just like everywhere, even in the early morning, you get to find just like, it's just like you're bombarded with so many things and Sometimes they are struggling. I just want a little bit of a peace of mind and staying away from social media. Sometimes if it's hard, you know, it's something I want to do now. I minimize my usage now, but I even still want to go down a little bit more, you know, so that it, because it, it's not just about people, you know, saying they're living their best lives or the care, carefully curated stuff. It's the fact that it's also very distracting. And it, it takes up the say. time that you'd want to do like deep work, you know, you to do anything that you're doing. That's I'm pretty it. certain I can say to Kaisha right now, or even yourself, even just preparing for something like this, Kaisha, even just to prepare the, the outline or the um the program today, that took time and focus. And you have to like put your phone a little bit so you can type the thing. Yes. And sometimes being online is so distracting, it's hard to focus. Yeah. And not being able to focus sometimes, able to complete a task, a task that you want to do in and of itself can cause depression because you become unproductive, you don't meet a deadline, and then that in a, that cause a whole other ton of things. Now. So things, yeah, my yeah. Is limit social media, and sometimes I, I have in the past come off social media. What I do sometimes, I just log out from the phone so I don't get the notifications, so I check on my own time. But it's an ongoing battle. I do feel like them, I don't know what they want to do, but it's, it's, so, it's addictive. It's almost like nicotine in a it's sense. It's designed that way. It's yeah. designed that way. I'm you know, um, I'm not sure how we are on time, but I wanted to give give you one, at least one last question. And this one is coming from Kamoy. He wanted to know if, how challenging did you find it uh, to actually open up and talk to somebody about it? Uh, sometimes we create perceptions in our mind and we create problems that sometimes are not even, it, it's real to us, but it sometimes is, we, we create our own problems. So because we grew up in a society that tells us from primary school that you have to be competitive and you have to always, you know, be right. So from primary school, I always try to come first in a class and a reward if you come in first, second or third. And so you always feel like you need to always be right. You need to always look like you're okay. So even we have a thing in Jamaica, no matter where I go to in the day, most times, it's one of the parts I say, hey, well, go on. But there, man, we're good. No matter where I go to inside, and sometimes you really don't feel so good because we've designed a culture that says, look, you, you should always be okay or say you're okay. Don't, 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 don't open up and say, okay, like, I'm really not feeling so well. And so living that way over time makes it hard. It's like, it's like doing something that is unnatural in trying to open up because we, or, or 
or a go-to thing is to close down and to tough it out and say, yeah, man, we can deal with this, man. Mental toughness and listen to all the motivational speeches and you listen um, Eric Thomas or Les Brown and you listen to all the stuff and you're, you're going through it by yourself and you're going tough it out and you're going push on. And it's just like it's the hardest thing to own because it's like, okay, we just need to go through this and once we complete this, we go feel better. And you, you have what I call it, like, I, th- I call it like a pent-up emotions that you don't really release and it changes you over time. You don't have an overnight, you know. It's not like you're okay, you know, say nothing today and, it, and you feel okay and you, you feel it bottled up inside today. It's something that happens over time and it changes you. And to answer the question directly, yes, it becomes so much harder to let it out. And it's just like it, everything becomes so bottled up at a point. It's like, you know, some really need to let this go. But it's to find that person as... um. Christina was saying, somebody who you really, really, really trust. And it's just like, my God, you know, you're my sister. And if I can't say this to them, then really and truly, who am I going to say it? And it's like, sister, I'm going to feel so good. And these are the reasons. And it was just so much letting go at that one point. But it's not easy. Um, and I don't think there's any shortcut to it either. You really do need people who you trust. I think that's the, the underlying thing. I don't think they need to be an expert either. There's somebody who can sit and listen to you a little bit. Um, I know I ramble at and I'm not very concise, but I think that's my long way of saying, yeah, it's not easy to open up. And I, I had to find someone who I trust. Like, I really trust her. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's, that's it. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for this, Gio. And it must have been a, a challenge for you as well to even open up to everybody here. I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't know half the people in this room. And yet... Here you are. That is, that is what I call growth. Like you said, you started trying to grow away from this. That's very, very recommended. Um, we really do appreciate um, your share. We really do appreciate um, that you even are sharing it with us. We feel honored. We feel privileged. Guys, we thank you so much for your time. I'm going to turn this over now to our host, Kaisha. Uh, so that she can close us out and do the acknowledgements. Okay, uh, thank you, Margarita Randall, for agreeing today so graciously to be our moderator for day one. To all the persons who joined in with us, like I said before, congratulations that you really came here. It meant, it, it really means that support is important to you and you found support just being in the space. And so I want to encourage everybody because you're here for a reason you're here because you want community and i want to encourage you to keep seeking safe spaces i saw uh, somebody put it in the chat in the chat shana saying that you know she's praying that we continue to trust in those who are worthy to find that person that you can confide in that person who won't judge you no matter what who you can share your stories with and not feel as if you are a burden because that in, in and of itself can add to you know your, your state of mental wellness so we're going to keep that prayer going and we're going to keep holding up everybody in the light of goodness from from today's um session remember we go on for two for two more days we have tomorrow where we're going to talk about coping and care so we're going to move from a lot of what Gia said today to actually to going into the arena of okay so now we've opened up 
now we know that you know um, mentally we're struggling how do we cope what are some of the coping strategies and mechanisms that we can uh, make a part of our life a part of our daily routine to help us going along and not it's not just for us too it's for it's also for the persons who like Gio's sister had to you know be that strong support for him so it's going to be for persons who are tuning in to understand better how they can be a rock for somebody who is going through a time of emotional and, and mental unwellness. Uh, guys, I want to make some special thanks. There are a lot of persons in this room today who had it not been for them, like Gio so rightfully said, you know, preparing this was not easy. There are a lot of times when I'm preparing for this mental campaign and I'm breaking off, like I'm going mental myself because there's a lot of anxiety between trying to get it right and trying, like Gia said earlier, just trying not to disappoint anybody, you know, and you start on a trajectory and you want to keep that going. But we also have to remember, even in those moments that we are humans, you know, and we're not going to be perfect every day, all day and three times on a Sunday. So um, once we, we can acknowledge that there are going to be moments when we are not okay, but what do we do in those moments? Then I think we're well on our way to really, you know, uh, improving our, our, our mental health and our mental wellness. We hope you come back so that you can, you know, follow the conversation and, and continue to be a part of the community. Thank you, Gio, so much, so, so much for opening up and just for being a male who can admit that, you know, I'm, I'm not okay. Something is, is not right with me here. We don't have a lot of men who are doing that because there's a, you know, there's this um, social uh, status quo that says men have to be strong and we want to eradicate that right now. So I am, I was so happy when you said yes. And when I saw that social media post last week and I said, yes, Lord, you just line up everything for me. So, you know, so thank you, Christina, who was a darling, 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 like, you know, just a complete sweetheart. Thank you so much to so many other persons in the room. Shanna Monteith, a stronghold of Motivate JA, Margarita Randall, Anthony Oldfield, Davina James, they were uh, Shadane Randall. They were basically the beacons in ensuring that we got this right for today. We started off on the right foot. So everybody that's in the room, if I, if I did not call your name and, and if I don't know you, you know, big up to yourself. Thank you so much for, for coming in. I see Margaret is saying, you know, remind you to just seek support and be mindful of the supporters too. Don't take them for granted. So guys, a wealth of information today. And we're going, we know for the, for the three-day conference, it's going to be even more information. We're getting real tomorrow, coping and care. And on day three, we're doing breaking the stigma, which is the reason why we're here. A lot of us are silent sufferers and we want to get to the point of normalizing the conversation because all of us have mental health and it's important that we keep that part of us um, safe and, and, and guarded with everything that we have. Godspeed, love and light, and stay safe during this corona time. Thank you.